Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the E-Bones on this Friday, May 18th, 2018. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Rivers. I know I've weighed in on some pretty weird stuff lately on the podcast, but I'm convinced that this story crushes all the other weird situations under its strange and frankly quite disgusting boot. Alright, so here's what happened. Apparently some people at a school in New Jersey noticed that someone had taken a dump on the track and football fields. Everything's legal in Jersey, am I right? Just a little Broadway reference for you guys. Those of you that are well-versed in theater will get that reference straight away. But anyway, it turns out that this dude was the superintendent of schools in Homedale, New Jersey, the place where this happened. And my question to you is, why, sir? Why, unless in desperate need of a place to relieve yourself, I see no reason why this had to be done. I want to know what was going through the head of this man when he did it. Like, did he just get done officiating over an award ceremony and maybe he just needed to relieve himself and he's like, okay, where's the perfect spot? There's toilets everywhere. So where could I go? And he's like, he sees a football field over there. He's like, Eh, fair. Not good enough environment. And then right beside it, he sees the track, and he's like, oh, okay, that's wonderful. I'm sold 100%. And he just... And then when he gets done, maybe he's whistling a tune to himself as he walks off the Andy Griffith Show theme song or something. I'm not exactly sure. But when the students discover it, they're really confused. Like, I can... I can go into the mind of the students right now because I'm kind of confused about this as well. I'm in the same boat as you guys. I have no idea what's going on with this man. I don't know what the mindset was. That's why I want to just look into it more. I want to know what was going through this guy's head. And I might have described it perfectly to a T, but I'm not exactly sure. This is one of those things where it's hit or miss. You're not exactly sure if you got it right. You're not exactly sure if you got it wrong. You might have got it right. You might have got it wrong. It's like a multiple choice answer test. You're not exactly sure, so you just guess. And and the questions you don't know, you just guess and hope for the best. That's what I'm doing here. Now, if it was a senior prank or a weird vendetta-type in-game situation, I could almost understand it. I didn't say it was justified, but I could see the thought process behind it. I'm not exactly sure what the goal of this was. Maybe this guy just really had to go. But he was charged with public defecation. And my goodness, what an icebreaker that would be at his next staff meeting. This week, I want to continue a new tradition. I try to offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of John. John 5.24 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word, and believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Now, if you'll notice, the word verily is repeated twice in this verse. Verily, verily, I say unto you. The definition of verily is truly or certainly. So we can look at the verse in three different ways, the starting of this verse at least. Verily, verily, I say unto you. Truly, truly, I say unto you. Or certainly, certainly, I say unto you. And this is meant to say that whatever is said after verily, verily, which means truly or certainly, 
is meant to happen. The next part of this verse is important as well. He that heareth my word and believeth upon the one who sent me. This highlights the fact that one must not only hear the words of Jesus Christ as truth and take them as such, but he must also believe on the God that sent him to earth to save us from our sins. Heavenly Father, we ask you as humbly as we know how to come into each and every sinner's heart tonight. And Lord, if there is anyone that has strayed from you, please, please renew them. Please bring them back to you because we know that you will never leave us nor forsake us no matter how far we stray from you. For we are always close to you. We are always close to your heart. You always have our best interests in mind. Lord, we thank you that we are your prized possession. We are your flock. We are your people. And we are not only your servants, but we are your children. You made us in your image, and we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for curing us of our problems, curing us of our ailments, and making us new creatures in Christ. Lord, we thank you for your blood at Calvary and many things you are doing for us right now and the blessings you are bestowing upon us. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for the many things you are doing, you will do, and you have done in your wonderful name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what your situation is right now. I don't know what you're going through, but I do believe that God has a plan for you. He is watching out for you. No matter how far you stray away from him, he is always close to you. He knows each and every hair on your head, each and every contour of your body. And with his guidance, I do believe that we shall all one day have the kind of faith it takes to stand before a giant. And all we have to do to have that kind of faith is step out onto the crashing waves and ask God to come into our lives. And if not now, when? So with every head bowed and every eye closed, ladies and gentlemen, would you please join me in a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the many blessings you have given us, and we know that we are all sinners. We know that we fall short all the time. We know that you are king. We know that you are the Lord of lords, and that you have the power to redeem us of anything we have done wrong. Lord, we know that at least one person tonight, I pray that at least one person admits their life is going wrong and admit they are a sinner. Lord, I know that you can save us and redeem us and accept us into your kingdom. Make us new by your blood at Calvary. And Lord, we thank you for it in your wonderful name. Amen. Each week, I dive into the depths of the internet, uncovering hashtags on Twitter. This week, I'll share hashtag odd calendar themes. The first response of five, as always, reads, naked mole rats. As unique and experimental as this calendar concept is, I wouldn't be on board with buying one, because if you've ever seen a naked mole rat or a hairless cat, 
I mean, moles and cats are supposed to have fur. This is unnatural, because, I mean, it looks freaky. It's weird. I'm not exactly sure who finds this attractive or cute or anything. I definitely wouldn't. I doubt I'd be able to sleep with something like that on a calendar of mine. The next response reads, Potato chips shaped like famous scientists. This one's a little more iffy than the last one. The last one was a straight-up no, and you know the reason for that if you listen to the last response. So, I would be on board with buying this, except if it weren't so strange. Like, if it had pictures of scientists on it, I could understand it. But potato chips shaped like famous scientists. It definitely is an odd calendar theme. You definitely... You definitely hit it out of the park with this one. The third response reads, Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriends. We might need more of a count. We might need more than a calendar for that one, but with that being said, I'm just going to leave that one alone. The fourth response reads, offensive bakery items. Wouldn't that be a surprise at someone's birthday party? That would most likely get you either kicked out of their house or punched in the stomach, one of the two. I'm not exactly sure which, but if you want to try this, I'm not stopping. Well, yes, I am. Please don't do this. It would save you a lot of pain and probably a lot more friends. People will most likely hate you after this, so I would say don't do it if you're thinking about it. And the last response reads, Majestic Trailer Parks of America. Oh, they must be talking about the trailer parks with chandeliers and leather inside them and just a bearskin rug. Looks like a mansion on the inside. It's really deceiving. I would be interested in seeing that, actually. If there's anyone around that knows a majestic trailer park like the one I just described, let me know. I want to go see it. And with that being said, thank you guys for once again being here tonight and joining me for another episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram at official, as well as on Twitter at OfficialEBZ. That's capital O and official, capital E-B-Z. And now streaming on Spotify. Just search Zone and follow the podcast there. Until next time, God bless us and save us. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll see you soon.